was a librarie and antiquarian bookseller. His destination. He stopped dead to read the name of the proprietor painted in black lettering above the door. Momentarily, his silhouette was imprinted on the building. Then he shifted position, and the window was once more flooded with gentle sunlight, causing the metal grill to glint. Freddy stared at the display for a moment, at the antique volumes embossed with gold leaf, and the highly polished leather slipcasings of black and red, at the ridged spines of works by Montaigne and Anatole France and Maupassant. Other, less familiar names, too. Antonin Gadal and Félix Garigou, and volumes of ghost stories by Blackwood and James and Sheridan Le Fanu. Now or never, he said. The old-fashioned handle was stiff, and the door dug in its heels as Freddy pushed it open. A brass bell rattled somewhere distant at the back of the shop. The coarse rush matting sighed beneath the soles of his shoes as he stepped in. Il y a quelqu'un? he said in clipped French. Anybody about? The contrast between the brightness outside and the patchwork of shadows within made Freddy blink. But there was a pleasing smell of dust and afternoons, glue and paper and polished wooden shelves. Particles of dust danced in and out of the beams of slatted sunlight. He was sure now that he had come to the right place, and he felt something unwind inside him. Relief that he had finally made it here, perhaps, or of being at his journey's end. Freddy took off his hat and gloves and placed them on the long wooden counter. Then he reached into the pocket of his suit jacket and brought out the small pasteboard wallet. Hello? he called a second time. Monsieur Sora? He heard footsteps then the creak of a small door at the back of the shop, and a man walked through. Freddy's first impression was of flesh, rolls of skin at the neck and wrists, a smooth and unlined face beneath a shock of white hair. He did not, in any way, look like the medieval scholar Freddy was expecting. Monsieur Sora? The man nodded, cautious, bored, uninterested in a casual caller. I need help with the translation, Freddy said. I was told you might be the man for such a job. Keeping his eyes on Sora, Freddy carefully slipped the letter from its casing. It was a heavy weave, the colour of dirty chalk, not paper at all, but something far older. The handwriting was uneven and scratched. Sora let his gaze slip to it. Freddy watched his eyes sharpen, first with surprise, then astonishment, then greed. May I? Be my guest. Taking a pair of half-moon spectacles from his top pocket, Sora perched them on the end of his nose. He produced a pair of thin linen gloves from beneath the counter, pulled them on. Holding the letter gently at the corner, between forefinger and thumb, he held it up to the light. Parchment probably late medieval. Quite right. Written in Occitan, the old language of this region? Yes, all this Freddy knew. Sora gave him a hard look, then dropped his eyes back to the letter. An intake of breath, then he began to read the opening lines aloud. His voice was surprisingly light. 
bones and shadows and dust. I am the last. The others have slipped away into darkness. Around me now, at the end of my days, only an echo in the still air of the memory of those who once I loved. Solitude, silence, they are sans. Sorin stopped and stared now with interest at the reserved Englishman standing before him. He did not look like a collector, but then one could never tell. He cleared his throat. May I ask where you came by this, monsieur? Watson. Freddy took his card from his pocket and laid it with a snap on the counter between them. Frederick Watson. You are aware this is a document of some historical significance? To me, its significance is purely personal. That may be.